Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hello, you're listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Um, so today is like a special edition episode. It's Thanksgiving episode. Um, we're putting this out the week of Thanksgiving and, um, we just want to talk about it. We want to talk about Thanksgiving. It is a national holiday. It is a holiday. I really enjoy it. Um, it's not my favorite holiday. It's, I honestly, I think it's my second favorite holiday. My first favorite holiday is actually my birthday, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, we'll get into that later. Uh, this episode, but um, it's probably my second favorite holiday. Like, I really do like it. I like Christmas as well, but I guess the more I think about it, I think I like Thanksgiving more. Oh, really? Thanksgiving is definitely my favorite holiday. I guess because, like, also my birthday's around Thanksgiving, and so <laughs> I, I love the food and seeing family. It's really, like, the first big um holiday like that you see family like you kind of go from like for me it's like easter to like thanksgiving before like everybody in the family is able to kind of come together and see each other and so it's kind of like the first start to kick off the holiday season yeah that's true it's definitely like i feel like thanksgiving is when everything starts because um, I feel like holiday season is from Thanksgiving, honestly, all the way to the end of February because of Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day is this big, and we'll talk about that um, in another episode, everyone, don't worry. Valentine's Day is this big holiday, but it's all, I feel like, uh, encompassed together. Because you have Thanksgiving, you have our birthday, then you have Christmas, and then you have New Year's, and then you have like... Um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and not that like my family did like super big stuff, but it's just another holiday to get. It's just another day to get together with your friends or with your family, really. Um, and then you have um, Valentine's Day, which is another day that you might not necessarily get together. Like when you think Valentine's Day, you don't think about spending it with your mom. I mean, some people do. <laughs> um, I mean, I personally don't. <laughs> but it's still like a holiday that like love and like because that's the other thing too these holidays like thanksgiving christmas um even mlk day and probably just because i'm you know i'm black so that probably means a little bit more to me but like all of these holidays like represent love they represent like getting together and spending time and honestly even my birthday especially since i went off to college because my birthday is always thanksgiving weekend or like i typically celebrate a thanksgiving weekend i'm home because i would typically come home for thanksgiving so it would be like i wouldn't see some of my friends since last thanksgiving weekend or technically christmas break i guess because we would see each other but you know it's, it's but it's still around the same time mm-hmm. so i hadn't seen them in almost a year and it just was like oh but you know what we definitely have something planned no matter what because it's Mal's birthday so it's just like a really these are really fun times to get together and like you just see people you love and 
you get to eat really good food, which is another thing this year. You know, I'm trying to be healthy. So I'm like a little anxious about like, how am I going to, cause like, I know for me, we're getting off topic, but whatever, that's fine. But like for me, in my head, in the past years, I would give myself a pass from like Thanksgiving. Honestly, like that Monday. So like we're recording this like Monday. So the Monday before Thanksgiving, because that's kind of when everything, at least for me, that's when like it starts ramping up in my head because Thanksgiving is Thursday. So I would give myself from like Monday all the way to like New Year, the day after New Year's, like give myself a pass to like eat and do whatever I want. But I feel like that's not a good attitude to have. And it's not a sustainable attitude. Also, you know, I shouldn't like beat myself up if I like have some banana pudding on Thanksgiving, which I'm really looking forward to. But at the same time, I don't think that like those in between days I should be picking out as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's just a whole other aspect. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, my advice would be give yourself grace maybe once a week because I mean, holiday food is amazing. All the extra cookies and, oh, drinks and cookies. hot chocolates and all that I would definitely give yourself a little bit of grace like not to the point where it's like I'm just gonna eat whatever I want whenever I want but like just enjoy don't overthink it just enjoy yeah enjoy the food um maybe go for a walk after dinner that like, encourage your family go for a walk I know that's what we do a lot is we'll eat and then we'll go and take the dogs for a walk around the neighborhood and that usually kind of kind of balances stuff out but yeah like don't don't overthink like enjoy the food enjoy the time with the family like if COVID has taught us anything this year you only live once which Mm -hmm, doesn't mean an excuse to pig out or anything but right (laughs) it should be the exact opposite really (laughs) but like enjoy the time you have with your family and enjoy being able to get together and see your family and just enjoy it. Like, I yeah. think the biggest thing any of us can take away from COVID is slow down, take that time, enjoy the presence, and then uh, deal with whatever issues you have the next day. Yeah, like, I'm thinking about, and to what you said, realistically, me overdoing it as I'm being like super anal and like, you know, um, still doing the whole measuring out food and this, this, and that me doing that throughout the entire time is not sustainable as well as me just picking out for what is that like nine, 10 weeks. That's not sustainable either. So the best idea would be to, like you say, give myself grace, give my, like one day a week or so, maybe not care as much, not put as much effort into it. But, and I also think the key will be to exercise because I know for myself, even if I don't do, even if I don't eat that well that week, it's definitely noticeable, but the best way to like counteract everything typically is like you said, like doing walks and like going to the gym, things like that always help balance it out. Yeah, and don't let one bad meal discourage you from keep going. Everybody's going to have a bad meal. You can enjoy that bad meal if you want, but don't let it be like, crap, I had a bad meal. I'm just going to give up. Like, don't let that happen. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I completely agree. Okay, so that was just like a little Thanksgiving tangent. Um, It's still on topic, but, you know, not on the docket. Anyway, um, so 
we're just going to talk all things Thanksgiving. Well, continue to talk all things Thanksgiving. First thing we want to talk about is just like really cool, interesting facts about Thanksgiving. So some things that um, you probably don't know, I didn't know, and you probably don't know either. So um, do you want to give the first one, Victoria? Yeah, and um, I will give credit where credit's due. I believe I got all these facts from history.com. So thank you, history.com. <laughs> our first fact is so the first time the u.s called for our national day of thanksgiving mal do you have any ideas of when this could technically be do you have like any prior knowledge not really um i would assume it was before like in my head i would think it would be before we were even officially the u.s yes so America first called for a national day of Thanksgiving to celebrate victory over the British in the Battle of Saratoga. In 1789, George Washington again called for a national day of Thanksgiving on the last Thursday in November in 1777 to commemorate the end of the Revolutionary War and the ratification of the Constitution. And during the Civil War, both the Confederacy and the Union issued Thanksgiving Day proclamations following major victories. So really oh, I like that. Yeah, so it really kind of goes back to, I, and, I, and I think you can really relate this to 2020. It's, you know what, we've gone through some struggles. We've had some victories. Let's get together and give thanks for what we have. Even though it's not perfect, even though we're still fighting for um, our beliefs and our values, we are going to take the time to just sit down give thanks to God for what we have right now. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot, especially relating it to this year. Um, and we'll talk about like some thankfulness. I was thinking just some thoughts I had about that um, in a little bit, but even relating it to this year, I think this is, I mean, you know, it was saying the Confederate and the Union both did it in the middle of the Civil War. And it kind of feels like we're at least in a like a social media online civil war, but I did all of us are going to be celebrating Thanksgiving. We're all gonna be taking a time to I'm praying everybody takes this time to push aside politics and give thanks. And give thanks to God. Like we this has been a very difficult year. Some people have not made it through. I've lost some family members. I'm sure people listening have lost some family members. So this is just a time for us to thank God for like all he's done so far this year. And I say so far because we really don't know what's going to happen between now and the end of the year. Um, but I love that. I love that it was the Union and the Confederacy. They both set aside the time to give thanks. Oh, definitely. And it's just with everything that's gone on this year, I really do believe we just need to take time to give thanks, even though it's it's been a hard year for everyone. I don't think anyone yeah. has gone through this year saying, this has been, my year's been perfect, nothing bad happens to happened to me. I truly believe this is really like a year where, I mean, <laughs> it's just been one heck of a year. I can say that. <laughs> it, it just really reminds us like to give thanks. I know there's like been studies done that um, giving thanks and being grateful really improves your mental health and well-being. And th that's just something to keep in mind. I know a lot of people during 
COVID has started doing like gratitude journals. I know I do it every day where I write something down in my agenda of like, okay, today is this is what I'm thankful for. And it could be anywhere from puppy kisses to Sushi uh, Wednesday at Liz Foods. So yeah. <laughs> just really taking that time to give thanks and being grateful for what we have, not looking back at the things we don't have, but being grateful for where God's taken us this year. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that is super important and that's good. I need to do that. I was doing that at the beginning and I kind of just stopped and I need to do better with that. Um, the journal that I use to, um, to for my Bible study at the very beginning, it has like a scripture for the day and then right under it says to write what you're grateful for. And that I love is like right under it before you start taking notes on whatever it is you're reading. Um, so I really like that. And I do think that um, gratitude definitely makes a huge difference. I was just watching an interview with um, on about it was a Joe Rogan interview of Gary V. Um, mm-hmm. And it was in 2017. But I was just literally just watching it. And um, Gary said the thing that he thinks that makes him so great is that he's just very thankful. He's very grateful. Now, I do think it's other things as well, if you're being honest, because, you know, Gary Vee is Gary Vee. But I do think there is some validity to his statement. I definitely believe that, like, thankfulness and gratefulness has a lot to do with um, your mental health and with um, your success as well. Definitely a positive mindset, because when you go into difficult situations by being grateful and thankful, um, you really know that no matter what you're going to be able to get through a a hard situation and you're not going to give up so easily I truly believe having a positive mindset created by gratitude really does make a difference absolutely absolutely okay so the next fun fact uh, I want to talk about is how President Lincoln Um, He called for the annual Thanksgiving celebration on the final Thursday of November. And this was in 1863. He was the one who, um, who did it. And I really like that because president Lincoln is an amazing president. Um, Very grateful for him (laughs) for many reasons. And um, so, yeah, so it started off with him. He made this annual celebration, a national holiday, which is the third Thursday of November, the one that we all know and love. And this was because of lobbying by the abolitionist Sarah Hale. And fun fact about her, she wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, and thank the Republican Party for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Another great thing we've done. Um and I just thought of this. I wonder, well, actually, never mind. I was going to say, I wonder why it's turkeys instead of lamb. But, I mean, if you, we love the lamb, so I guess you're not going to kill the lamb. Yeah, well, lamb's usually what you eat at Easter time. It's kind of the okay. historical Easter meal. Really? Didn't I guess that makes sense because of, like, Passover. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I think we have ham at Easter. But you know what, though? I will say this. Um, Protestants do not... Like, Catholics go way, like, they do it big for Easter. And Protestants, I feel like we don't. Yeah, I will say my first Easter service, Catholic Easter service, was my confirmation service. And it was absolutely beautiful. So it's Saturday night. 
And so it's technically like when he rose and it's literally like a three, four hour service. And oh, wow. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful because like the service really, I feel like it, it just plays out him um, kind of like rising from the dead. And so um, in the Catholic church, like if you see like, there's always like a big candle up front. Well, uh-huh. it burn. it takes a whole year to burn. And so the new candle always starts uh, Easter service. And so you are, and so like there's always a bonfire right outside and everybody has a candle and uh, the priest will light the big candle and then pass the flame on to everyone. So then everybody has a little piece of God's light. And so you walk into the mass with all these candles burning and the lights are down and when the candle gets up there and placed back in it's kind of symbolizes Jesus coming back from the dead and then like the lights come on and it's just such a beautiful service of like giving thanks and like praising that Christ has risen from the dead and you really that is feel like, really like I felt like it really played out from like the bible of like the celebration, the excitement that he came back. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's just such, and like that whole week, I really feel like kind of, because you go to the um, multiple masses during the week as it's played out in the Bible when Jesus is last week, and you really do feel the um, sadness and then hope again. And so yeah. I know, um, the Good Friday Mass, I don't, and as the things like the Good Friday Mass, like all the crucifixes are covered up, taken down, and so you're really mourning like the death of Jesus. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's it's, interesting. It's beautiful. I highly recommend. I know it's like a good three to four hours, but even if you're not I'm used to that, yeah. The the church I grew up in, we were there from like ten to like one one thirty sometimes. Yeah, and so, so it goes from like eight to midnight on Saturday okay. night, and it's so beautiful. So yeah, beautiful I bet. And the flowers were yeah. just—it's just such a time of celebration. Yeah. So yeah, that is so beautiful. Um, can you do the next one now? All right, our next fun fact is how Thanksgiving caused the invention of TV tray dinners. So That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so in 1953, an employee at C.A. Swanson & Sons overestimated demand for Thanksgiving turkey, and the company was left with some 260 tons of extra frozen birds. As a solution, a Swanson salesman ordered 5,000 aluminum trays devised a turkey meal and recruited an assembly line of workers to compile what would become the first TV tray dinners. A culinary hit was born and the first full year production, 1954, the company sold 10 million turkey TV tray dinners. Wow. Yeah. And that's also like 10 million is a lot back then. I mean, it's a lot now, but that was a lot back then. Oh yeah. And so you can think, thanksgiving for uh having a frozen meal when you don't feel like cooking like i do 99 percent of the time 
<laughs> honestly like especially um back when I was living in my apartment I would do those um maybe like once a week maybe sometimes because I do like cooking but the thing is you have to make sure you cook for the entire week because like I would I would try to meal prep on like Sunday sometimes Mondays and then but by the time I got to like Friday Saturday I would be out of food and then I really wouldn't want to cook and then I also wouldn't want to order anything, but you can get a, a decent, like a feeling, um, TV dinner from Walmart for like four or five dollars, even less than that. Oh, yeah. Um, so I appreciate the TV dinners and it's, you don't have to like, the thing that I like is like, if you're tired and you just really don't feel like cooking, it's perfect. Oh, definitely. I can tell you how many frozen meals I mean, we still have today. What is your <laughs> favorite TV dinner? Um, okay, so I like, I forgot the name of the brand, but it's Red, and they do um, sesame chicken and noodles. I love Chinese food, and I will eat Chinese, like, in any form. I love, love, love Chinese food. That is my favorite. Like, if you're like, oh, actually, backtrack, Pad Thai is my favorite meal, but, like, the genre is Chinese food, because I don't like all Thai food. I just specifically like Pad Thai. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so Asian food in general is what I like, though. Yeah, so Olive <laughs> is also kind of in that realm of Asian food. So Trader Joe's has the best orange chicken. Okay, and okay. So we and my recommendation is you cook it with avocado oil on like the stove oh. top. So you reheat it on the stove top, and then you mix it in, and oh my god, it's the best for like frozen meal. It's about mm, fifteen minutes to prepare. So not too bad. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, so I like that's a lot better than like an hour. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I like getting our frozen meals from Trader Joe's. They do like a really good job, and it doesn't feel like like over manufactured processed either. Yeah, nice. That's why I don't like frozen pizzas. Like my brother will do a frozen pizza. Low key, I think he eats one like once a week. He eats so terrible, but he's like an athlete, so you know his body is still fine. But like he'll do like a frozen pizza like once a week or something, and I just don't—they're not good to me. Like they just taste fake. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I'm, yeah, I'm not a big frozen pizza fan. Definitely, would rather do. If anything, you can just get like a fresh pizza from like the grocery store. It's not a problem. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather or like go to some place and if you don't want to get like the entire pizza just get like a couple slices like, I feel like it's not but yeah um that's really interesting about the tv dinners and that's cool that it's connected to Thanksgiving mm -hmm. um another fact about um Thanksgiving is everyone's to me not probably not everyone's but like I love the whole pardoning the turkey I think that's so cute and I just I love it so it actually started in the 1940s and the farmers would give the president plump birds for uh, to roast turkey over the holidays and the first family would the idea was the first family would eat it so president J.F. Kennedy was the first American president to spare a turkey's life um and then the annual White House pardoning of a turkey actually started with George H.W. Bush in 1989. So it's still relatively a new thing. And I I think it's so cute. I mean, and it's like super corny and I, I like cute and corny things. And I really am grateful that the president, Trump, is still going to do it this year, even with everything going on. He said he's still going to do it. So 
Yeah, yeah. that's good. It, and it it is crazy to think this tradition's what forty years rough? No, thirty thirty years. Yeah, going on. And it feels so ingrained. It feels like, oh yeah, of course we're going to pardon Turkey. You know, like it, it doesn't. It feels so natural that. It, but it's only been. I mean, it's barely older than us. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So those are just some fun facts um, that we had about Thanksgiving. I did not know like pretty much everything. So I knew the origins of Thanksgiving, kind of sort of. But every oh, also too, I do want to add a little bit of origin thing. It really. Um, the whole purpose of Thanksgiving is um, supposed to represent a time when the Native Americans and the colonies, um, they came together to give thanks um, and to have like a meal together. And I really, I love that idea of two people who are not necessarily supposed to be, or two groups of people who are not necessarily supposed to be getting along coming together. Because I do think that is important. I mean, there's always going to be differences. There's always going to be things that we don't agree with. And there are fundamental things that, you know, it would be very hard for me to sit down with an unrepentant serial killer. That I, I cannot say that I would do that. But I can say uh, my neighbor across the street that uh, likes ketchup, I can definitely sit down and have a meal with her. I, even though, you know, that I can't stand ketchup. And sometimes in my head, I feel as, as if that's a moral flaw. <laughs> I can still sit down and have dinner with her. And I, I love that. I think that's so great and so important for us to think about in this day and age with cancel culture in this day and age where it takes one tweet one thing for a whole group of people to turn on you i think it's great the idea of people who may not always agree who may not be bffs coming together and having a meal together and giving thanks so yeah that yeah, oh, t- yeah that, that is yeah. an interesting way to look at it because it's Two people from very different backgrounds, very different lives, very different ways of growing up, coming together and giving thanks and kind of being grateful for the community they have. And like, they didn't kind of, I mean, it started because they survived like the winter together. Yeah. And it's like, they and they went through a difficult time together. And even though they didn't agree on everything, they didn't um, have different viewpoints on how to live life, they came together to give thanks and to love and nurture on the community. And I think that's definitely something we can learn this year after COVID Mm -hmm. election is, yeah, like we have different viewpoints on how we believe our country should be run on um, different viewpoints on kind of how the best way to thrive and to live and provide opportunity for everyone but we can still come together with these differences to give thanks and be grateful for where we are today yes I agree 110 percent um so next we are going to talk about some fun traditions I'm really not good with transitioning so I just kind of say so next um I'm gonna work on it though everybody Someone like one of my friends is like, uh, Mal, I like your podcast. You just really got to work on your transitions. I'm like, yes, I know. I know. I feel like that's something I'll like learn in the next, like overdoing this a bunch of times. But anyway, <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Ross from friends. Anywho. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transition. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, um, traditions. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about like our favorite um Thanksgiving traditions. Um, yeah. You want to go? Oh, also too, both of our birthdays are around Thanksgiving, and we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, you can go first. Okay, so my favorite traditions. My family, for the most part, we always watch a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, which usually mm-hmm. comes on. I think it's t- Tuesday. So whenever, like back back in the day when I was in college, when I would come home from school, and that'd be kind of the first thing that like starts off the Thanksgiving break. Um, and then my granny loved anything from parade so that kind of got passed down to like my dad and then me and my sister and so we always have the macy's thanksgiving day parade on while we're cooking and then following that is the national dog show which my family is obsessed with dogs um okay okay call it dogs giving because everybody <laughs> My cousins, my aunts and uncles, like everybody would bring their dogs to Thanksgiving because my parents have a big backyard. I think at one point we had more dogs than humans. Um, I think. Oh, wow. So a couple, I think like two Thanksgivings ago, we had eight or nine dogs in our backyard. And like we've like added more dogs as a family since then. And so. Oh, wow. call it Dogsgiving. But um. Yeah, we love watching the National Dog Show, rooting for the dogs we have. So, like, we're always rooting for, like, the Golden Retriever, the Havanese, the Bichon, the Irish Setter. So, like, these are kind of the dogs, like, I've grown up having in my family. And then um, when it comes to, like, my birthday, um, my granny would always make me a strawberry cake for my birthday. Um, It's funny because chocolate's my favorite. But for some reason, she would always make me strawberry <laughs> cake. And so I only get really strawberry cake on my birthday. And so um, she passed away last year. But oh, I'm we, sorry to hear that. Oh, it's fine. She was very sick. But, um, well, yeah, so I always get a strawberry cake. We usually get it from Dewey's. So if you're ever. Wait, and Dewey's is a, what is that? It's like a bakery in like Winston-Salem. So okay. Like okay. And bakery in Winston-Salem. And they do free cake square Mondays, which is amazing. But oh. I always get my uh, strawberry cake from Dewey's. So those are my favorite traditions. What are yours, Mouse? Okay, so my favorite traditions, I guess. So our Thanksgiving, I feel like, like I said, I feel like it starts, Thanksgiving week starts that Monday. But I, we don't really do Thanksgiving stuff. I honestly, I don't think until like Wednesday night. And it's so funny because when I think of Thanksgiving, um, like Wednesday night Thanksgiving, I think of my mom staying in line at the Honey Bank store <laughs> Wednesday night to get the Honey Baked ham because that's <laughs> where uh, we have, well, we have ham and turkey, but like everybody that's like honestly under like 50 in my family doesn't like turkey. So it's pretty much just like the old people get the turkey or, the seasoned people get the turkey and then like we have us youngsters we get the ham and I just I don't know that's how I I just imagine my mom she's like standing in line and then coming in home late um and then so Thursday it's usually my family last couple of years was that family that family that woke up early Thursday morning to do a turkey drop oh why I know now why I don't know 
my mom just thinks it's the coolest thing. She is, she gets our t-shirts and is super excited. Um, and she just, oh my, we ha- I have the t-shirts like, oh, I'm so, and every year I say, I really don't like doing this. I don't want to do this. Oh, but it's a family thing. We're a family. Do it for me. We're a family. And somehow she suckers me into it. And I do a 5k where I walk most of it, run a little bit. Most of it I walk and I put my headphones in because the other thing too is my brother is, once again, he's way more athletic than me. So he'll put his headphones in and be like the first or second person to finish. Like he just like zooms through it. I take my time. I walk. I'll run a little bit. You know, I don't want to be like dead last. But the other thing is I don't care. So like <laughs> that's the other problem. But, um, you know, it's we do that. Then we go home. And then by then we're hungry. So we sneak. Well, at least my brother and I will sneak whatever food we have. And we usually go to my great grandmother's who actually um, passed away this year. And we would go to her house with um, all my cousins and we would. Uh, sit around and eat there and she's a great great woman and she would like just give us random lessons she's like got to that she was 103 mm-hmm. and she got to that age where she just would like just be talking and like she would just give me like or you know I'd come in hey mama D, hey hey and then she'd just start talking to me about like okay make sure you know you gotta keep God first when you get married and you meet that boy he has to be a Christian gotta keep God and it would have nothing to do with anything but she would just like start talking about it so you know at first I was like, oh, these are fun. But then it like started to like, I think we sometimes don't appreciate the knowledge like older people have. So I wouldn't be as like enthusiastic about it. But then um, as I've gotten older, I'd be like, okay, this is some good information. Like, I guess maybe I should stop tuning out. Like when I was little, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Then I, you know what it was when I was little, this is interesting. When I got to teenager age and like at the beginning of college, when I thought I knew everything, I would be like, okay. And then as I've like gotten out of college and like grad school and stuff like that, now I'm like, oh, these are some good gems. Like, let me pay attention to it. So that's another family tradition that I like um, hearing her. And then um, for birthday stuff. So my birthday, like I said, is like my birthday is actually never actually on Thanksgiving. It's the closest it'll be is the day right after. So actually last year it was the day right after. Um, And then the furthest it will be, will be that Thursday um, after Thanksgiving. No, that doesn't make sense. So when my birthday is on a, yeah, I guess it will be the Thursday because my birthday has been on Thursdays before, but it's, I guess it'd be the fifth Thursday of the month because it's never actually on Thanksgiving. Anyway, um, so, and when I was younger, we would do birthday parties. So my family's really big on birthdays. So that's why my birthday is my favorite holiday. Um, and when we were younger, we would do birthdays like in the middle of the week, maybe. And I had like, my mom uh, was really sweet. So I had like pretty simple birthday parties, like Build-A-Bear. We did um, jewelry making. I'll never forget, like when I turned 10, we went to like this really cool place. And like the lady um, had taught us all how to make like necklaces and things like that. I do stuff like that. So that will be fine in the middle of the week. Um, But then as I've gotten, went off to college and got older, like I said, it would be the time where like my friends, like all of us wouldn't have seen each other um, pretty much, like maybe not even over the summer. Cause like for a little bit, I wasn't coming home for the summer. So I was doing other things or in like, not just me, but like some of my other friends, like friend groups I was in. So I was in like 
about three or four different friend groups in um, Charlotte. So like we all hadn't seen each other, but then Thanksgiving weekend, everybody's home for Thanksgiving. But then on top of that is also Mal's birthday. So no matter what, we're at least getting together once. Um, so that was just always fun like that. I just really enjoyed that. And this year's a little different. Um, I don't know. I just haven't really been as excited for my birthday this year. Honestly, I think it's just because everything that's happened this year that is kind of like, and it's also on a Sunday. So that's kind of boring. Um, but this year's a little different. I don't know necessarily if I'm going to be doing as much. And also, too, some of my friends didn't come home this Thanksgiving just because of everything going on. And some people either didn't come home or their family is like, hey, we're going to go up to the mountains um, and get, like, fresh air and be out of, like, the city, which <laughs> I get that completely. Um and then also, too, I have a lot of older people in my family, so we're not getting, to, like, a bigger group of us aren't really getting together, which makes sense for, especially for older people. Like, they're they're pretty old. They're, you know. Yeah. You know, I hate to say prime target, but, you know, I, I hate to say that, but you know what I mean. Like, so it's this year's looking a little different, Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know for us, like, usually we have, like, a big family Thanksgiving with my mom's side of the family. It's my dad's an only child, and both his parents are deceased. But my mom's oh. mom's still alive, and um, my aunt and uncle have three girls, and then my other uncle's married, and so we all kind of get together, and all the husbands come, and all that fun stuff, And but we're not doing it this year because it's like, let's see, one, two, three, four, about eight different households, I would say. And so um, it's just, and this is really kind of the first year. It's kind of a small get together. It's just my parents, my little sister, and me and Sebastian. And so we're going to my okay. parents' house. And um, my and like my grandma is not able to do anything this year. Like she's not going to anybody's houses because, like it's, it's just she's in that age. Um. She's really has kept to her bubble and like she lives in like a retirement community. So like she has her own house and all this stuff. But oh, that's good. Yeah. So she's like they've kind of kept to their bubble, but just not. Yeah, it just sucks like not being able to see her, not being able to see my like my cousins. Like I haven't seen any of my family since like my wedding in January. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. 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 And so, um, yeah, I mean. But I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Make sure you keep yeah. safe. And like I know, like for us, like my little sister and my younger cousin are both still in college, and that's such a high. But it's it's kind of a super spreader area. Not saying yeah, my little sister's like she's been smart. She's like stayed in her apartment and all, but it's still like you just never know the person you come in contact with where they've been. Exactly, and I think it's also really important to remember. Um, that, you know, I personally, I don't think it would be wrong for, I think it's fine. Like your family, um, your parents and your sister and you and Sebastian and, you know, like a, uh, people who are younger and healthier. I don't think there's anything wrong with them getting together. I don't think there's anything wrong with if it was like 10 of y'all younger and healthier or a little bit more than that's fine. I do think it is safe, you know, um, for older people, specifically older people, I think it's just to keep them in mind for something like this. Um, I I know that this is very controversial, specifically in conservative circles. I mean, um, people very much, I definitely think like you should not 
completely give up your plans just um, for this. And I also think that at the end of the day, the government shouldn't be telling us what to do (laughs) and what not to do. Um, So go about your life. But I do think that, um, especially if you have older people in your family, it is just to be cautious, specifically if they want to. Now, if you have your grandmother who uh, bikes every day, 16 miles and fit as a fiddle, then, hey, that's fine. But like, if you have older parents that or older grandparents that are, you know, clinging on to dear life, like, you know, be respectful. Like, I, I feel like it's, it really just depends on people's like health level too. Yeah. And I think the important thing to remember here, it's we're, we as a family have made this decision. It's not the governor or the government for us. We've decided this is the best way to keep our family members safe. And yeah. And yeah. And so, I mean, that's why we're doing it. Um, I know like other people there, I mean, I would love to have a big celebration, but I feel like for my family, this is the best way to go. Yeah, no, I totally, I agree. And I think at the end of the day, like everybody just do what's best for your family. Yeah. And point blank period. Don't worry about the government. Don't worry about what Sally and Susie are saying. Do what's best for your family. And only you know what's best for your family, too. Because, like I said, like, there's some old people that are, like, in their, you know, 70s that bike every day. And they go hiking and this, this, and that. They're fine. They haven't haven't even had a cold in, like, 16 years. Fine. But then there's also some people who are in their, you know, 40s that are eat terribly and they have all these other issues they get colds every week and they've already had it like six times so like just do what's best for your family like we don't know what's going on in your house we don't know who your family and friends are you just have to do what's best for you exactly and that and and that's like kind of the thing like we're not telling you how you and your family should do your thanksgiving but this is kind of how me and my family feel like it's the best way to make sure we are keeping everybody safe exactly exactly um so Speaking of keeping people safe, family and stuff like that, um, I just want to talk a little bit about, um, and we don't have to spend too long on this, but talk a little bit about like being grateful and thankful and um, these that because that's really what Thanksgiving's about. Um, you know, we said earlier it's about coming together, and it what a, a positive thing about it is the coming together of two people who are very or two groups of people that are very different, but also too, it's the thankful aspect. And um, there's so many things that we can be thankful for. And I know that, um, I know, but I can admit personally, I struggle with that because it seems, and I said this in my, um, or making it with Mal earlier this week, um, sometimes it seems like the things, the negatives, there aren't as many negatives as positive, but it feels like the negatives are just so large compared to the positives that it overweighs the pos. It like overshadows the positive. But I do think it's important to think about what we are thankful for, especially during this time, because there are just so many things that, um, that could have gone wrong this year. There are a lot of things that did go wrong, but there's so many more things that could have gone wrong this year that um, didn't. And I think it's really important for us to be thankful for them. And I think specifically, excuse me, sorry, specifically as Christians, it's really important um, as well, because that is something that God asks, asks us to do. I have that thing where I say acts instead of ask, but whatever. Um, so one of the things I wanted to go over um, are in the Bible, there are so many verses that talk about um 
thankfulness and being thankful and grateful and all of those things. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, that really quick. And then, but before that, I want to talk about last week um, at church, our pastor, it was actually a guest pastor. He was talking about when um, Jesus was about to, he was doing the Passover and he was about, he knew he was going to die on the cross. He knew it was going to be painful. He knew all the awful things about that time that was going to happen. And during the Passover, when he was um, breaking bread and um, drinking the wine and everything, he still gave thanks. And that has really stuck with me. That was two Sundays ago. And that has really stuck in my mind. That sermon, um, there were so many other things. That sermon wasn't even really about that, but that specific thing has stuck in my mind that he knew everything that was going to happen, but he still gave thanks. Um, and I just think that's something that we should definitely strive to be because we're always striving to be like Jesus. And I think even when things are so awful and terrible, we should um, always be striving to think to thank God. We should always be striving um, to rejoice and to give thanks in all circumstances, which is um, Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Um, It just says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I just think it's so important that no matter what we're going through, we at least give time to give thanks in the good and in the bad. And if we could just find one, when things are going, when things are so terrible, we could just find one thing to give thanks about. I think that'll just make a huge difference. And then the last verse I want to say really quick um, is Philippians 4, 6 through 7, which I'm really, really like, this is my verse for, I think the rest of the year, just because like I said, like, this has been a hard year and I have really been trying to move forward um, and think on positive things. But this says, be anxious about, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I think the biggest thing about this verse is talking about giving thanks and then receiving the peace of God. Because I do think when we are thankful and when we are in tough situations, um, the peace of God will come over us. That all of our stresses and worries and all these things will um, kind of like be pushed away because we have God's peace, because we've given thanks. Um, So yeah, that's what I wanted to say about that. Oh, that's great. So what are you thankful for this year? This year, I am really thankful for good friends. Um, I really, I have been blessed with some really, really, really good friends. Um, And I'm just very thankful for them. And I'm thankful for, I've made some new friends this year too, through all of the things that I've done. I mean, you, we just met this year. Um, And like, I'm just so grateful that like I have some really good people in my corner. That's probably the thing that I'm most thankful for. And then honestly, this is going to sound like super conceited and I don't mean it to be, but it's something I am thankful for. I'm really thankful for my like go getter attitude. Um, You know, this podcast, my other podcast, those are two things that I started in 2020. Um, 
And honestly, I had the idea of those other girls, I want to say like May of this year. And then I, it was executed August of this year. And I really, I have conversations with people and they're like, I don't know how you do that. Like that's so, how do you just, you just do it. And like one of my friends, she told me, she was like, I admire that you just kind of just do it. If you want to do something, you just do it. And to me, that's just so natural. Like, oh, I want to do that. Okay, I'm gonna do it. And um, I realized not everybody has that in them. So I'm very thankful that God put that quality in me because I also think that if I didn't have these little tiny things, like, I don't know, like just the type of person I am, like, if I didn't have, I don't know what I would do without this podcast. Like, I don't understand what was my life before the podcast. Like, how was I like, how did I talk about my opinions? Like, I guess I just annoyed my brother. I mean, like, <laughs> I love this podcast. I love this. I love that I'm able to do this. And I love that God, like, cause it all make it known with Mal and those other girls were both two things that God gave me. Like there was a hundred percent God given ideas. So I'm just really thankful for that. I'm thankful that God, like, I just feel so blessed to have them. I mean, it's hard work. Let me tell you, marketing is something else, but it's, I don't know, it's fulfilling. It's, something I enjoy. And I feel like both of these, specifically those other girls though, are things that I, I'm here to make an impact. I'm not necessarily here to like make friends. That's nice, but like, or to make money or anything that those, once again, money and friends would be nice. But my whole purpose is to make an impact is to um, help someone to, you know, positively impact somebody. So yeah, so those are things that I'm super grateful for. What about you? Yeah, I completely get the go-getter attitude. I mean, this year, um, and this is kind of one of the things I'm grateful for, is kind of some new opportunities. And so, um, and I'm also grateful for I still have my job. Um, I'm in the aerospace. That is good. Yes, so I'm in the aerospace industry, and um, we're down 80% this year as, like, an industry <sighs> as a whole. And I'm grateful to still have my job. But unfortunately, to keep my job, I had to have a bit of a pay cut, which I got some extra furlough days, which was nice. Had like 15 extra days off. But I decided, okay, well, I have some extra time. I'm going to start my own business. And so this year, I started um, that political consultant, which we are rebranding to TPC Marketing. Essentially, I am working with small businesses and candidates and politicians to create an online marketing strategy, helping them with their website, social media, uh, doing some stuff for podcasts, um, YouTube videos, uh, pictures, stuff like that. And so, and my goal was to make enough money to counteract the money I lost um, with my job and happy to report. I did that and more. And <gasps> yes. And so yes, like I started the business in March and I just jumped in head first and um, just really grateful for these opportunities and like meeting amazing people that I would not have met if I didn't just say, yes, I'm going to do this. And that's kind of what I don't know if it's necessarily the go getter, like like you were saying, but it's the I'm just going to say yes and see where God takes me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's probably a better way to, um, to word it. Yeah. Like, because, you know, 
I, it sounds like both of our business endeavors, both of our podcasts, your marketing thing, those are both God ideas. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have to say yes. Yeah. We didn't have to. I don't have enemy not to say yes. I feel like, I mean, I'm saying that now, but also too, I feel like the things, not that those other girls isn't big, but like, it's, um, there could be bigger opportunities and I haven't really been faced with a really big opportunity. So I don't, I don't think I would say no, but right now I don't really have it in me to say no. Like I just, I like doing new things. I like, um, exploring new avenues. I just, I love it all. So I think that a lot of the things, and this is kind of off topic, but I think a lot of, um, the things that you are, we are going to do in life, a lot of the things that are going to make us feel fulfilled are just us saying yes to God. Yeah. And I mean, that kind of, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, yeah. And I mean, this, that was kind of at the start of the year, I told myself, I'm going to say yes to everything. Yes. To what God's calling me to do and see where it goes. And like, I mean, I had no idea how to use Adobe Premiere at the beginning of the year, but I learned um and now I'm making like some great videos and editing videos and I had no idea how to sponsor a Facebook ad but that's just something I learned and a lot of times people well I don't know how to do that so I'm not going to do it and that was something like I would get someone asking do you know how to create a vector image and I'm thinking oh heck no I don't know how to do that I don't even know what that is yeah (laughs) but I tell them yes I can do that for you and it's because like I was like, okay, like, I don't know how to do it, but I can Google it, figure out how to do it and do it. And now I have that skill set. And that was kind of like, people were like, okay, can you help me make a video for my campaign? And I'm like, thinking like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to edit videos in Adobe Premiere. I, I really have no idea. But I said yes. And then I just figured it out. I guess um, one of my favorite people, it's Marie For- Forleo. And her motto is everything is figure outable. It's just you have to make that decision that you are going to do whatever it takes to figure it out. Oh, I love that. I love that. So everything yeah. is figure outable. Yeah. 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 So else you're grateful for? Um, I'm grateful for my family for sure. And my health. Um, I'm grateful for my family because, you know, even though, Ooh, God bless y'all pray for me. I, right now I'm living at home with my parents and it's at the time, but I am grateful that I had that option because I do know that there are people when everything happened, because this is only because of COVID when everything happened, there were people who like on Facebook that were like, Hey, I don't really have any place to go. I got kicked out of my dorm. I can't live on campus. Where can I live? And like, that was never an option for me. Like even uh, if I couldn't live with my um, family, I did have a few other people in the town I was living in that would have with open arms welcomed me there. And that's a blessing. So I do, I recognize that that is like an absolute blessing because there are people who really, people who, um, whose parents wouldn't help them, you know, financially with a few things here and there. So that I definitely can say I'm grateful for. Um, and then also too, like my health in the sense, like, I really, um, you know, I working on my weight, but other than that, I am pretty healthy. I mean, I might catch a cold once, maybe twice a year, maybe. There's been years where I didn't even get a cold 
I have pretty decent health and I'm yeah. very grateful for that. Um, because I know it could be much worse. And I know that especially with just the way, um, you know, obesity or you know, overweightness is, I could be in a completely different situation. Um, so God really blessed me with that. I, I don't know why, but I'm glad he did because also too, like, I think we forget about like with our health, there's a lot of things we would not be able to do. I think about like, if I wasn't, um, healthy, like I wouldn't be able to travel as much as I do up until this year. This is the first year in like maybe like four or five years where I didn't leave the country. Like usually I, I leave the country at least once a year. And, you know, if I didn't have good health, I wouldn't be able to leave the country. I wouldn't be able to get on planes. I wouldn't be able to like walk around and travel. So it's very, um, your health is so important. And that's a, a, just another side note. Like that's one thing I do. Um, I am very, um, uh, cautious, I guess is the right word of is my health in the sense of like, I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to like do fun things. So that's, a I guess a motivation is probably what I'm looking for, um, for also weight loss, because I want to be able, I mean, I do a lot of stuff now. Like I've, uh, I hiked to a Wadi shop. Um, but I will say, I know that, um, it wouldn't have felt like I was dying on the way back if I wasn't, you know, if I, um, was a little bit in better shape. So I think, um, my health, I'm just so grateful for because I wouldn't even like half of the fun things I've done, um, out of the country, out of my state, just getting outside, I would not have been able to do if I didn't have good health. Definitely. What about you? Yeah, so I guess the last few Anything things, else? like my family's health, um, uh, we've only had one person to get COVID, and uh, they were asymptomatic. So we Okay, had, that's not bad. Yeah, so that was kind of a blessing. Um, my husband, uh, this is our first year of marriage, and boy, has it been a first year. Um, and it's just been learning to both work from home and really kind of honestly being together almost 24 7 and yeah like learn to deal with it and I'm happy to report I am not sick of him yet so (laughs) that's good what an interesting first year of marriage definitely (laughs) running for office pandemic Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys, I have to, if you can survive this, I think you guys can survive just about anything else. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, also, <laughs> grateful for my fur babies. Um, we have a year and a half old golden retriever, Kennedy, and then a three-year-old Havanese, who's Phoebe, and they just bring so much joy in our lives. They're so funny. Um, Kennedy's very much a chatter. And we've let her sleep on the floor in our bedroom. And homegirl is up at 7.30 on the dot every morning. (laughs) Oh, I like that. (laughs) They're both so funny um, and so sweet and just so caring. And then finally, I am grateful for HBO Max. Um, (laughs) I have been wanting to binge The Big Bang Theory ever since this came out. And it's fine. And like, no, like, like services, like streaming services has had it until HBO Max. And so I've been binging it for the last month. And I will literally just die laughing. 
like just burst out laughing watching it and it's just been such that is so funny it's been such like a joy to kind of just pause and laugh and like especially like with the stress of everything it's just so nice to have like that outlet and so yeah so that's why i'm grateful for hbo max because once i finish the big bang theory i'm going to young sheldon so that's what i'm thankful for this year (laughs) well you know honestly it's a little thing and that's what we all should just remember and try to do is like find just something small anything to be thankful for and that's what's important okay so let's wrap it up really quick because we've gone a little bit long again but that's okay because this is a special bonus episode right not even yeah true (laughs) um so we're going to do our thanksgiving this or that and i will have this um in when you guys hear this on tuesday i'll have it in the story so you can use it and tag us and share with all your friends because these are so fun um, you have it pulled up? Yes. Okay. So, um, Thanksgiving, this or that, turkey or ham? Definitely ham. I, I agree. Well, turkey, if there's, like, stuffing on it. Oh, so you, like, like I do on like, top of the turkey? Yeah, I like the stuffing, like, on top of the turkey. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, mashed potatoes or yams and marshmallows? Oh, definitely mashed potatoes. I just oh, okay. Yams. Okay, so I like yams and marshmallows. Really? I actually, yeah, I'm actually not a fan of mashed potatoes. That really? is my least favorite form of potato. Yeah, well, for me, I think it's like I'm not. I like sweet things, but I crave like if anything salty things. So like I usually kind of go more towards salty things versus like the yams and marshmallows, like a sweet thing. Okay, fair, fair. I think it's so good. Okay, cornbread stuffing or traditional stuffing? Um, I guess cornbread. I really, ugh, I really don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't know what the difference. Um, I'm trying to think. It's like stuffing ver dressing, like dressing. Do you ever talk? About, do you guys use that? Because I know that's like not a common term. Dressing sounds like gravy to me. Like, I know okay. what stuffing is, but I'm like, well, what's traditional stuffing? Okay, so I, I'm pretty sure traditional stuffing is, like, stuffing um that is, like, inside of the turkey. Because, you know, oh, you can oh, make oh, stuffing okay. inside the turkey. Definitely cornbread, then, then. Definitely Okay, yeah. And, like, we call it dressing. We say, like, if it's not in the turkey, we say it's dressing. And then if it's outside of the turkey, or if it's, sorry, if it's outside of the turkey, it's dressing. If it's inside the turkey, it's stuffing interesting (laughs) yeah so (laughs) okay um football or a parade for me football i love watching football i'm so okay i'm a very much a tomboy and okay i mentioned earlier like it's part of my family's tradition to watch the parade and i guess i don't know i mean i watch both they're not it's not like they're both at the same time that's like, true. I would rather watch football, but then again, it's like my teams don't play on Thanksgiving. I don't know. I'm good with either. You have a preference? Okay. I don't really care about either. Uh, specific. I care even less about sports, so I'll say parade because I do like parades. Like if I'm there, see, 
I mean, that's another thing too. Like I've never been the type to like watch sports at home or watch a parade at home. Like, but if I'm there, like if I'm at a parade, I'll be all into it, screaming, yelling. If I'm at a football game, like one second, I don't really care. But if I'm at the game, then I'll just pick a team that all my friends like. And then I'll just cheer for them because I'm not, I'm a bandwagoner. I'll admit that. Like at the Super Bowl, I, especially when I was younger, I at halftime is when I would announce who I was for and I'd always be for the winning team. Um, so like, but I do like the atmosphere of games. Like my mom's friend had, um, she had a box seat. So like we'd go into the special box and she'd let us go in. And I used to love that because everybody would be super into it. And then we got to like eat like really fun food. And um, that is fun to me, but I won't like sit down and watch it at home that's not as fun okay okay yeah i know <laughs> i'm like one of the like 10 people on earth that does not like does not care about any sports like most people at least care about one sport i don't care about any of them well my little okay. sister's the same way so as oh. if it's not she's up at app state so if it's like she'll like watch like kind of watch app state football but it's not like on her calendar that they're playing yeah so that's at Seton Hall our thing was basketball so like I would go to the games for the like we would get free Chick-fil-a if we went and got there early and like we would um dress up and that was fun but like I would never be like I would never drop anything to like watch it um but yeah okay so power nap or online shopping oh definitely a power nap I'm all for a good nap I will be napping <laughs> after we are done with this podcast but <laughs> Yeah, I love shopping, but I think I would do a nap at least like on Thanksgiving because you just eat so much that you're you get the itis. You're just oh, so definitely. tired. Definitely. Buttery rolls or buttery cornbread? Being a Southern girl, definitely cornbread. Yeah, so I was used to be really, really into cornbread. And then lately, I don't know, I'm more into like rolls, like um, Golden Corral rolls. Whew, I have not been to Golden Corral in a minute, and I feel like buffets might not be coming back. But <laughs> a good Golden Corral roll, that was one thing my mom would sometimes do when we were younger. She would get order rolls from Golden Corral and bring them. Mm. That's good. That's some good eating. Um, Pumpkin pie or apple pie? I would say apple pie. I'm not a huge pumpkin fan. And it's only okay. because I drank one too many pumpkin spice lattes in high school cramming for an exam and got mm. sick on it. And so I'm not a huge pumpkin fan. But, um, I mean, for me, I usually just get it for birthday cake. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. I like um pumpkin pie. I like pumpkin feeling. When we were in um, D.C., we went to, like, one of those cookie dough places, mm. and I got pumpkin cookie dough, and it was so – oh, now I'm craving it. It was so good. I love – it was, like, pumpkin filling. That was the flavor, and I love it. I think it's so good. And I love crust, but, like, just the filling – I would eat, like, a crustless pumpkin pie. See, that's how I am. I would much rather – can you just bake the crust? Don't put anything on it. I just want to eat the crust. <laughs> I got, in trouble, I got in trouble one year because I picked all the way around the crust at our Thanksgiving. <laughs> My granny's like, what did you do? And I'm like, I'm sorry. The crust is the best part. 
That's so funny. Also, I want to point out how Granny calling your grandma Granny is so Southern. I called my grandma Granny, and I remember I referred to her as Granny to one of my friends when I was in New Jersey, and she was like, you're what? I was like, my Granny? And she's like, oh, okay. Because, like, I feel like up there, at least from my experience, they call all my friends, they call their grandparents, like, my friend, she's, um, I think it's Italian or Greek or whatever. And her grandma was, like, Oma. And then, like, people just, they call their grandparents, like, whatever language their family is, like, whatever, like, ancestry there is. But, like, I feel like here it's, like, granny. And, like, oh, I just... I love that. But anyway, that's just a side note. Um, okay. Host dinner or attend dinner? Now, attend. If I, if I host it, does that mean I have to cook? Because I'm all for like being like doing Fair. Like, decorations and all that, but you Fair. do not want me cooking. <laughs> I'm not. I don't know okay. how I keep messing up recipes. Like I literally follow it step by step. And Sebastian can attest to this, but then it just doesn't turn out right. And I go, I don't understand. <laughs> But, that's so funny but yeah i mean i don't know i do i like hosting it because like i don't have to leave my house okay i kind of like so i love hosting stuff when i live by myself in virginia my friends were over all the time like i preferred it and if i'm and the other thing about me too is like if i'm with like my friends and like i trust them or whatever i would be like y'all i'm going to go to bed because my bedroom's like at the back of the apartment so like y'all i'm going to go to bed y'all can hang out out here if you want keep talking just make sure when you um leave you close the door like i did not care like i love hosting things but you're right if you have to cook i love cooking but i don't want to be in charge of thanksgiving because i feel like that's like too big of a like that's too much like i i don't know what i'm gonna do when i have like a family i guess we just want to always go to other people's houses i just don't feel like i'm good enough to like make something for thanksgiving i feel like i'm good enough to make something for friendsgiving like i would make something for friendsgiving but like a family a yeah it's a lot of Especially when I have like really good, like my, um, my grannies, her collard greens were so mm. good. And like when she died, I just, everybody that makes it after, I'm just like, Ugh, these are not even like, Ugh, why are you trying? Like that's in my head. Obviously, I wouldn't tell anybody that, but I'm like, this doesn't even compare. Like this isn't, Ugh, I guess it's okay. Like that's too much pressure. So if I hosted, I'd make sure everybody brought stuff, especially, oh, mac and cheese too. I, mac and cheese is probably the best part, like food wise, of Thanksgiving. So if you don't make good mac and cheese, then I mean, oof. and I would not want to be like the mac and cheese maker. Oh, for me, it's deviled eggs. I could eat oh, okay. all deviled eggs. Okay, that's another good one. That's another good one. My Aunt Gloria made the best deviled eggs. And my cousin, um, her granddaughter makes them now. And they're actually, like, really good. Like, she does a really, really good job. I'm very proud of her. Um, deviled eggs. Oh, yeah, I forgot about deviled eggs. Man, I'm so excited for Thanksgiving now. Me too. Uh, <laughs> uh, just the food specifically all right last question pjs or dress up oh definitely dress up i feel like especially after this year like tired of wearing leggings and t-shirts every day like i really hate to say it but i miss like wearing my nice clothes and like yes um at least just like a cute like like a not like a crazy dress up like suit and tie and all that but just like a nice like like a t-shirt dress with like a cute flannel scarf or jeans with a cute yes. top just mm-hmm, feeling mm-hmm. like a little bit more like having your hair cute and all that but I'm just kind of like tired of 
having to wash my leggings every couple of days because that's all I wear. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So for me, if I don't like dress up, I will get nothing done all day. So even when I do online stuff, I dress up. But that's also just my personality. But I'm definitely dressing up for Thanksgiving. I saw this post um, a couple years ago uh, around Thanksgiving. And that's like, this is how I feel 100%. It was like, it's so hard being the Kim Kardashian of your family. And that's literally how I feel sometimes. Like, I will dress, I dress up all the time. Like, for Christmas, for Thanksgiving, Easter, any holiday that, like, you get together with family, I dress up. I do not do the... But no judgment to those I do, but I don't do the, like, the sweatshirt and t-shirt. Like, that's just not me. And, like, last year, um, I was dating someone, and he came for Thanksgiving, and I was telling him, and he was like, so what do I have to wear? I was like, um, well, I'm dressing up, so you're going to need to dress up. He was like, oh, does your family dress up? I was like, not really, but I'm dressing up, so, like, you need to dress up. So, and he dressed awful, but anyway, um... I just, I love dressing up. I think it's so fun. And being the Kim of the family, I just, I have to. Like, it's expected at this point, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so that was really fun. I love doing this or that. Um, and I'll have it in the stories of the Instagram. Uh, and I'll probably post it on the Facebook page, too, if you guys want to do it yourselves. I hope everyone has a fun, safe, healthy Thanksgiving. And you know, no matter what happened, what has happened this year, there is at least one or two things you can be grateful and thankful for. And I just really suggest you meditate on it. And also too, like this is a time to be with your family and family is so important, especially like your nuclear family. So also to, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to talk about politics, but like, just don't, don't ruin family relationships over politics this Thanksgiving. Try to we there's so many things that have happened this year this is the time to get together with your family and to thank god for all the things that have happened and thank god that you've made it this far because i mean there's been a lot of people who did not and we just it's it's a beautiful holiday um i think we should i don't i just i want everybody to just really enjoy themselves and enjoy their family and like just to be grateful and thankful and yeah um also too Everybody, shout out Victoria on her birthday. It's the 26th, right? 5th, 25th. 5th. Oh, yeah, wow, so, so close. Yeah, Wednesday before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the day before. So Victoria's birthday is the 25th. Mine's the 29th. So, yeah, shout us out Yay, if you, whenever you hear this. Woo! Um, so, yeah, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, have a happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.